0: With the passion, let's we'll start with chapter nineteen, verse twenty. Perik Yutzes Pasuk Chav Shishi Vayered Hashem al Har Sinai, and Hashem descended on Har Sinai el Roish HaHar to the top of the mountain. Vayikra Hashem leMoshe, and Hashem called to Moshe el Roish HaHar that he should come up to the top of the mountain. Vaya Moshe and Moshe went up Now seen earlier Hashem already spoke to Moshe min hahar but this kind of Vayaidid Hashem al-Harsinay this was a on a different level and Rashi is going to explain here what it means Vayaidid Vayaidid Hashem al Harsinai. So Rashi Yochil, you may think Yorod Oluv Mamesh, that he actually descended. Talmud Loimar, the posseh says in uh, Perik Chof, in Shmoy's Perik Chof, it, it says, Ki min ha-shomayim mochem, I spoke with you from the heavens. So that means that he was in the heaven, not in Ha-Sinai. So, what does it mean that he descended? Melamed, this teaches us, Shehirchin shomayim Halyonim olionim that he he bent down the heavens, the one above and the one below, the Tzion al Gabe hahor and he spread them out on top of the mountain, Kimatsa alamita, just like a bedspread over the bed, the Yorat Kiseh Komed Aleihem, and the kisei the glory, the throne of glory descended upon them. So it was Min because now the Shemaim was, the shamayim was basically brought down. And it's also uh, reishahar because he brought the shemaim down to the reishahar. So by Hashem al reishahar on top of the bedspread, on top of the shemaim, which was spread out on the mountain, and the Yorat Kisa covered Aleim, and the honor, uh, the throne of honor, went down in there Now, in the order of this psukim, this is taking place on the day of Matan Torah, uh, the Yom HaShlishi. Uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu takes them out, Hashem descended. We said before that Hashem Sinai. Now, in, in um, earlier in Posik Tazayin, it says So over um, there, That Hashem came first. So. It seems like Rashi is describing there what took place on this day, and and that that is part of the. Um, uh, now that the pasuk is saying Vayera Hashem Sinai is just going through the story what took place, but this Vayera Hashem Sinai uh, is mashma that that took place. that was um, that was uh, that was it. That was the Baker when they, Hashem came came down and waiting for them. Or, uh, maybe there was one presence and then there's Vayered Hashem, uh, like in a, uh, later on. But, it seems like Vayered Hashem Al-Harsinai, um, descended. But before it says that, Vayetzi Moshe Esaom Likraso and Amachana. So, since there was uh, lots of noise, and uh, the koilus and the Brokim, and the Onan un- un- the Kol Shafur uh, so Moshe takes the yin out, and he realizes now that we know now we have to go receive the Torah. So he takes them out, uh, and they're standing with Tachtis Ahar. And uh, while they're standing with Tachtis um, Ahar, is Hashem descends, and uh, now the Torah is going back to tell us that the, the descent of Hashem, which is the Kol for and Chazak Meid, and the first thing what happens is Hashem calls Moshe to come up to him. At uh, that uh, on, on on right, that's in the day of Matan Torah. So, Pesach Hafalav. What does Hashem tell them when he calls up? By Hashem Moshe. Hashem says to Moshe, ba'om, go down and warn the people. Penyer Hashem They may uh, break uh, forth to come close to Hashem to see. Uh, you know, they can come too close. and many of them will fall." So Rashi, What should he warn them? Uh, not to go up on the mountain. Warn them not to go up to the mountain. Uh, again, they weren't just allowed to not go up the mountain; they weren't even allowed to touch. Nishima the pasuk said before, uh, but the um, um, but here Rashi says specifically. Okay, not to go up in the mountain. Then it says, why? Because less they will break. Which means they should not uh, uh, break their position because they will desire Hashem. They'll want to see the Karma of the Tzadahar and they will move close to the side of the mountain. The curiosity and the desire to, to want to see what's Hashem, so they're going to break through. To go close. But then the nafal rav, and many will fall of them. And, uh, doesn't mean that a lot will do it, uh, but uh, I mean, anyone who touches, because he's warning them each one, we should just say nafal but right saying that anyone that falls. Even Jechidi, Nocham Rav is referring to that a lot will follow them because even if one person falls. It's considered for me a lot. Every expression of Rav is the separation of the collection of the parts of the building. Likewise, those who separate from the position of people, they break up. That position, so yehersu means they'll break their position where they're standing to come forth to see. Because at the time, then then they will fall. So Hashem is telling them, go warn them. In adds and also the priests. Now, who are these priests? Rashi is going to explain. Uh, also, the priests uh, we haven't learned yet about who anybody became priests, but hanigoshi uh, al Hashem, those who come close uh, uh, to Hashem. Uh, now uh, that particular time the we was seen in Rashi but that particular time they were not Makriv yet uh, Karbonis but in other words the future so even the priests who come close to Hashem is Kadoshu they must also uh, prepare prepare to say in other words they should know exceptions them to pay influence Hashem uh, lest uh, destruction will 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 uh, will fall upon them, or Hashem will destroy. Euphrates Behem Hashem. The afa Also the bechayrus, the firstborn whose service is with them. That means the kohanim. Now they do the service. negoshim that come close to Hashem karbonis to bring the karbonis. Now. It doesn't. I don't think that the uh, Kahanim, the Bukhoyres Kahanim ever had an opportunity to actually bring korbanis because they were exchanged uh, prior to the time of the um, of the uh, of the Mishkan. So there was no actually opportunity for them to do korbanis. And the ordinary korbanis zvachim and shlami we learned Yisrael did it by himself. Uh, Maybe can we say that those Karbanas, even though it says that it says by uh, can we f- say, for example, that they used over there the kahanim for some reason? That the, I mean, the mechayrus isters the kahanim that would be. Uh, possibly doesn't say anything about it. But the point what I'm when I'm wondering over here is, did they actually makrif uh, Because there's a negash for hakrif korbanos. Did they actually have the opportunity for that, or? because they were just distinguished, they should have done it, so even though they were exchanged, they're still, at that point, they are coming close to Hashem, because it was their job, before they were exchanged. So, but nevertheless, why is the Pusik singling them out? al <laughs> al They too should not rely on their importance to ascend. Um, now, there's also other important people, the Shibim Skenim, Arin, and Khur and, uh, and, uh, other distinguished people that uh, were mentioned uh, previously, but these kahanim have a specific connection to avodah, to bechadah, to coming close to Hashem, because they do the service of Hashem, so maybe that's why the kahanim are singled out of here. So they too use kadoshu, they should uh, uh, prepare themselves. Now, this word kadoshu is because we're not telling them anything more to do like that the regular Yudin were supposed to do but therefore Rashi says Rashi Tashdi's Kadosh means they should be ready to stand on their position, in other words they shouldn't either go, it's not any extra uh, activity but rather just to stay in place Pen pirza. that's an expression of a breach uh, which means Yarek that he was going to kill amongst them and make a breach in them of Gimel. So Moshe says to Hashem, the people cannot ascend to Marsinai, for you have warned us saying Hagbil that set boundaries to the mountain and uh, sanctify it. Um what does it mean, sanctify it, to sanctify the mountain? Well, we did learn that Hashem told him, Hagbel Sohar. But that itself makes it the sanctification. But Rashi before said that the uh, boundaries themselves would say, would scream, don't come closer. Um, but I don't think, it just talks about that the boundaries themselves would prevent the people, as Rashi um, says over there, that the... Um, the Agvul Oimer Lahem, the boundary itself told him Yisamaru Maaloyis, and then Vato Tazirem and Moshe Rabbeinu in addition, but it didn't say Vikidashtei, but that is the meaning of uh meaning that the um, by separating it, uh, making sanctifying by separating it. So what Hashem was saying, what Moshe was responding to Hashem, Lo Yukh so if Bahem, i not necessary for me to warn them because they already have been warned uh, already for three days and they cannot ascend they don't have permission not physically they can't but to say that they've already been warned already uh, and for three days they've been warned not to uh, touch the mountain. I wonder if we can touch the Shleishes Yomim according to both opinions. Whether it was because uh, that was told them on the revi so that would also mean three days because it would be revi Chamishi, and Shishi. Because that's when Moshe um came down on the Riviy. Hashem told it to him when he returned the words of uh, the Bnei Yisrael of Nasa to the Eved Um uh, so by Yem Al Moshe, that already has already three days. It's Wednesday, or Riviyi, Hamishi, and Shishi, or three whole days, according to the opinion of Rabbi that it was it was on Shvi. So then they have Chamishi, Shishi, and then it's Rvi, Chamishi, and Shishi. So the it's like Rabbi because otherwise. Uh, Shishi is already the day. So what does it mean? Shloishish Yomim. they are already three days. It was only two days. Maybe including the day of Matan Torah itself that would come in Shloishish Yomim. So I don't know if it's a Hecher from Rashi according to which way on this one. But in any event, Pasuk of Dalet, So Hashem. Hashem says to Moshe, Lechereid, go down. But Moshe went all the way up to the peak of the mountain because Hashem called him the Reishohor. Then Hashem told him to go down Go descent, v'lisah. You should go up, And you and Aaron should go up, imach with you. Again, he singles out the kohanim and the kohanim and the people al uh Lalois el Hashem. Do not break uh, to the um, uh, formation to go up to Hashem. Penyifres lest he will bring destruction upon them, as Rashi will explain, because each one had a character, the Kohanim had a special place, also closer by, and then the people, but you and Aaron should uh, go up. Uh, because even though Moshe argued, that uh, they know already, but Hashem says, v'hoid she'nis, second time, because you um, tell a person to uh, do something before the act, which means days before you told them to prepare for this days. But, but you go ahead and again and admonish them and you tell them not to do it at the time. So even though they were already told before about this and the Iqbaltah uh, that they shouldn't go up, go ahead and tell them again and make sure at the time that it is happening. So, Really, the Hagbola before was all for the purpose of this day. This is the Maisa. But they were already not allowed before maizah. They weren't just told before Maisa, but they were actually, it looks like they were actually mukbul uh, before My, before that. So for three days they couldn't go to the mountain. Um, but So it's more than just mezazin. We actually told them not to go over there uh, before the Maisa And they weren't allowed to go there before Maisa, But the main thing is, Bishat's maizah at the time this is the important part. Uh, again, I'm assuming that the um, the the, the of Pen Yifritzbaum and Ki Yodre Yalkal and the Bahar and the even though this was said earlier, but that only applied at the time when Vayeted Hashem al Har Sinai, because M'shachay Yovel, he mayal Bahar At the time that Vayeted Hashem al Har Sinai, then there was these special um, prohibitions. Um, the pasuk says, "V'alisah ata v'adrin Va Kohanim. So, the pasuk can conceivably be read, "V'alisah ata v'adrin imoch." You and Adrin with you v'akoyhanim the kohanim go and then he's saying, "V'ahom haYeshulah as Hashem goes on the people, "Yochalav hayim imoch." So, you think that they also? Who's they? They include the kohanim and includes Adrin. Melamet the uh Imr so we say it like this Atom Mikitza Laatzmucha you are a um um a mechitza uh, a partition for yourself. The Aaron Michitza and Aaron is a partition for himself but the heim and them that refers to side the Khan side the um is mechitza Laat'ma. So Mosha Negasar Ma'arin, Moshe came closer than Aaron, the Aarun Yaisar Maya Kahanim, and the Aaron came closer than the Qahanim. The Ha'am and the people, Koliker, Al Yahsul As Matsubam, the they should at all not uh move away from their formation, Lalas Hashem, to go up to Hashem at all. Uh but even though the lotion of um, al yersu, uh, the, the Loshan al yersu is written with regards to the people by the kahanim. It says his means Rashi says you the So their their emda their station was closer, but the Loshan yersu would mean totally m- not to move away at all. But by the kahanim. Uh, they went uh, closer now again, so I'm just wondering, by, by Aaron it says ato uh, so, إِمَخْ means together with you uh, so Rashi is saying, no, they didn't go up together with him but he went he was separately, as but تَعْمَدَمْ ato. So or else if they're all going, so we should say atem. So since it says V'alisa Ato, it means just you go up. But Ay, then it says Imach. So now we say that you're a Mechitsa by yourself and Aaron is a by himself. So he did not go up with much. But he went up a little bit. In other words, goes goes V'alisa go and Aaron too, or V'alisa goes only Ato Alisa. So maybe V'alisa Ato, only Alisa is only Ato. only you. Then it says, when it says Vaarin. Imach, that means, but Rashi doesn't say the Aren didn't go up. It just says, Rashi says, Aren is a machitza atme So the Lashon of Elisa Ato ve and also the fact that the word Imach comes after the Aren, almost seems like uh, Aren went up a little bit on the mountain. And what it says is, Vahakohanim, that's then the Q'anim, they didn't go up at all to the mountain. And they were a machitza by themselves. And the Loshirashi atomaza atom'zlatsman. And it doesn't say right away it's the Qahimizat. It's aim machizlat. Like a all separate machiza for themselves. So Moshin negociay ma'am y'an yesu minakahanim. But it Rashi's also makes a relationship from Yaiser, from the Khanim, it doesn't say A'un Yaisar or Aran but Minakahanim. V'a'om kolik aliyahersu Now doesn't seem like it goes to the, that goes on the Lashna Pasik So then you have Adam va'ar nimah Okay, Exactly how this worked, we need to still look at the Mufarshu Pasik Qamheil So V'yed Moshe'a la'om So Moshe went down, by lay and he told him, he told him this warning uh, That's what Moshe does, it says V'yed Moshe la'om because to the rest of them, I mean, he told him this warning, And then there was other things, he had to tell them to come up, because the first time, the just called Moshe. And Moshe went up. So the first time, Moshe went up all by himself. And then he went down and told them this warning. Now, the Torah doesn't say now, Moshe gone and got back again. Uh, but Moshe must have gone up, And must have uh, made a machitza separate for Aaron, and then the Mashiach went up. Assuming if since the Avishtha called him before the Reishahar, he's a machitza in the Atzma, but assumingly that if the Avishtha went down the Reishahar, the Shekhinah Kirsakovit, Mashiach Rabin had to uh, go up to the Reishahar, although he's on the top of the mountain. So, so Mashiach tells them this warning. Again, it goes. it goes up back uh, to the mountain to be mekaim devaliso. Pasuk Aleph, or maybe during the time of the Aseres at Dibris, um there was a mechitza. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't, didn't go up all the way to the reishahar. Maybe he was standing by the mountain, on the mountain, lower down with a mechitza by himself, and each one was standing. And at that point, they were all experiencing the Aserese Debris together, at least in the first Debris, till, um, till later on, as we'll see, we'll read in Viter. So, by Daber Elikim, so Hashem spoke, called Dvorim HaEila. these following words, Lamur, Leymar to say, so what is to say, as we'll see in Rashi. Lamer means to, for them to respond. So by Daben Elikim, he uses over here the Lashon of Elikim. E'en Elikim Elodayin. The word Elikim means a judge. Lefisheyeish parashiyuz metoyro, there are portions of the Torah, shim osum odo mekabel sohor. If a person does them, he gets uh, reward. Vim lav, and if not, E'en el mekabla lehem poronus. He does not get punishment. Sort of optional. So you may think that the ten sayings are so too that they're optional. It's Talmud Laimar. So Hashem, the first teaches us by Daber Elikim. This is spoken by Elikim, meaning Dayon Lipor is a judge to collect, um, and he will mute out punishments if they are not obeyed. So that's why he starts with Elikim. As Vorim he spoke all these words. So Rashi, Melamed, this teaches us that Hashem said the ten sayings in one saying. What the person? It's impossible for a person to say so. Person has to separate the words. But Hashem spoke it all in one in one in one saying. So what does it later on say further? Anechi It says all these words. So what is Rashi's question? I mean, the Eivishti can say it all with Dibur Echad, but we can't transcribe it, we can't uh, listen to it with Dibur So the Torah has to say what this kol Advarim Eilavur. So what is uh, Rashi saying? Ma ta'amud lo'yem ar'ayid to tell you what the what these kolad v'arameilah um, were, but Rashi says shechaziru pidash shall call dibur v'dibur That he um, he later explained. He went back and explained each statement of the Ten Commandments separately. But how do we know that? Maybe maybe Anoichi like is just the Torah articulating, not that shechaziru pidash that. Allah like explained every b'fnei but that will be proven from later on that each one was said with But the the uh, But from here, um, when it says called um, maybe the Pasik needed to just tell you. But Rashi says that um, he would not say a noychi um maybe because it says already so he wouldn't use the words he could have just said since it says uh, it's called uh, you should say without saying Maybe and anyway so Hashem repeated every word by itself so what does it mean Hashem spoke all these words to say, usually Hashem is saying to Moshe to say to the Bnei Yisrael, but who is the Lamer, who who should they say to? All the were there at the time of the Torah. But Lamed, this teaches us, show you, that the in would respond. Hashem said Lamer, told him all these words, to say, al hein for the positive mitzvahs, yes, we will do them. Allah Allah and with the prohibition, it says, says Lai, you should not do. They said, no, we won't do. Um, no, in the machlokas in the Gemara, hein hein, lav, lav, but that's not the place right now. But um, or I'll love hein also, um, uh, which the Rebbe speaks in the shikha. Um But but here too, because this 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 is the hechrech also for the previous Rashi, because since they needed to say hein hein Love so the divras needed to be articulated, so it has to be Lamer, so, if the they because they had to say hein hein, love love. So that's why the Torah had to specify it, so that they can say for each one hein hein and love love. base, I am Hashem your God, that have taken you out from the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery. So, why is Hashem saying this to them? Dr. Rashi, I am the Hashem, your God, that has taking you out to Eretz from the house of slavery. Dr. Rashi, that the taking you out is a good enough reason that you should be enslaved to me. So, the Hashem opens up and He says, I took you out of Mitzrayim I am the God who took you out, and therefore, listen to the following commandments. According to this, it seems like the Anoichi is not a command in himself. That's like an introduction. That I am the one that took you out. I am the God, your God, who took you out of Mitzrayim. is not a command by itself. Dovar Achar, another interpretation. Rashi, Nigla Ki Because Hashem appeared at the Yam like a Giber muhamma, Lambarachar says Rashi Nazivshat l'fishenig l'abeiam ki gibber muchama because Hashem revealed to themselves at the sea as a warrior, as a mighty warrior v'neig lakan and here he is revealed kizokin melerachamim as a older man full of mercy shenemar where do we see this that zokin melerachamim because it says in the later on pasuk perik of dal and yud. It says as Israel and they saw the god of Israel, raglov, and beneath his feet Sapir was like the form of a brick of sapphire. So. That brick was before him at the time of the enslavement to remember the suffering. From the made bricks as slaves. Uchiat se mashamayim, the the posse continues over there, Uchiatse <laughs> Mashamayim and like the appearance of the heavens is Mishenigalu. <laughs> um in other words, there was joy before him when they were redeemed. So this means Zokin Moleirachamin because uh, his mercy, the fact that he holds before himself the Livnas HaSapir he holds the brick to remember them and later on he's rejoicing in their freedom so that means uh, So you might come to say since I change in my appearance saying, don't say that there are two divine domains I am the one who took you out of Mitzrayim. That's me, the one that took you out of Mitzrayim. The Al-Hayam Rashi ends and on the sea. It's also um, why Rashi adds the word Al-Hayam here. The Apostle says, Just said, but it sees Mitzrayim wasn't concluded until they went through the sea. I guess by the sea, there was also a great vision, as we say, "Rosh uh, Hashifchal So there was a book of tremendous visions that Van So maybe Rashi is including that also in the Zaken Melech uh, Mole This was by Matan Torah, but the uh, Yam um, uh, here is actually means the. The other, the other, not the Shirah by Yam, but that means the war on the Yam, that means the, the drowning of the Egyptians by the Yam. Um, that's the Hemshech of the Kiber Melchoma part. <laughs> yet yeah, there is another interpretation, The Shoy Yushem Because they were hearing many voices. Shenemar, because it says on in Posik Tezvov, it says as the voices. So, katadkoilah is boim There were voices coming from the four sides, four corners, and from the heavens and from the earth. Al toim nirushiyas har Don't say that there are many domains. That's why he's saying anoichi. It's just I asher itzi sicha merits mitsrayim avodim. It's one God. Now. Before already it says in the posseg, um, posseg te zayin, vayhi ba yevashlish b'yei sabarike vayhi koilis u So there already says, Allah Shadabim, that there were koilis. And that there was also the koil shayfar yeah. over there. But the, um, it's mashma in the posseg v'halom roin es hakoilis v'salapidi v'skoil ha That that is referring to the coil that was t- talked about before. But Rashi brings down not from what Hashem says that is going that there was koilus, but that actually that they heard all those voices. Um, so because of the hearing all the voices, because Hashem held all the voices there, I'm just trying to figure out how Rashi brings the word koilus from later on where they heard it versus the passage where it says that um, Maybe because they heard it over there, so it's more it's stronger. So koilus. So al tamei ru is Okay. Now Khai Rashba Bontakashem Velama Omar Lashinyachitha, why doesn't it say Anihashem alakem, an individual? So it says, Litan Pischim Pella Mosha. This was an opening of a mouth, giving up uh for Moshe, the Lamitz and Gurya, to learn defense mice eagle in the in the act of the golden calf. Um uh, to argue to Hashem that Hashem only told him. I took you out. Bizou Sha Omar, and this is what the Pasik says in Shmaistul Baylam and Bay's Ul Alif, when Moshabinu was praying to Hashem not to destroy the eid, he says, Lomo Hashem, Yekhra Abkhuba Mech, why should your why Hashem should your anger be on your people? Loilahem so Tsibisal, you didn't tell them, Lo Yilochem, Ela Kim, should not be to you. Alulilabadi, just to me alone. Um I don't know where Rashi jumps to the Loy Elochem. Instead of saying Loilahem to Visa Uh Anu Lam to Visa that Anuhia Shamalikha and Loyalcha. Rashi jumps to the Loyalokhem because over there it was mainly the love, uh the prohibition. Uh according to uh to Rashi uh, Anoich Hashem kecha is not the mitzvah say right here. It doesn't say it's a mitzvah say. Rashi says that Anoich Hashem is either an introduction, so you should be Mishabadimli, or you should know that this is the same God. It's not somebody else. Uh, it's not the same. i think thinking saying it's a mitzvah Sasei to believe in God, as the Rambam writes from Anoich Hashem Alekecha. And, um, and, and also to tell you that there is just one God. But that's more, yeah, the last shot. That there is one God is a an Hashem lekecha that there is just one Hashem. So this does speak about the unity of Hashem. So uh Mosheh could say that the unity of Hashem is only for him, but Rashi goes over to the loyil lechem lekim achirim elilim as because the pasuk of aneich Hashem lived together. Mebeis avodim, Dr. Rashi. So that means we saying why again mebeis avodim, Dr. Rashi. base paray sheisem. Avodim loy. So the word Mebes avodim can mean from the house of slaves uh, meaning from slavery that the Jews were actually slaves to slaves. So Rashi says Mebes avodim here doesn't just mean uh, any house of slavery. Mbeis parishi she is avodim loy. It means the house of slaves means Pharaoh's house. We didn't were directly slaves of Pharaoh. Uh, it's interesting, the Torah constantly refers to Pari and his slaves by letting out the Yidn and not Yidn. Yidn were not part of his slaves in that context. Uh, Yidn were uh, actually other subjects, but still they were avodim to Pharaoh. But maybe it means just regular base avodim. Uh, just slavery. We were slaves, uh, just uh, any slaves to anybody. So how you. Avodim la'avodim. They could have been slaves to the slaves. To the slaves of Pare, to those avodim. The possek says in Dvorim, Zain possek says, mi mibeis avodim. He redeemed you from the house of slavery. And it translates, it means, V'yad parei melech mitzrayim. From parei melech mitzrayim. So from here we say, Avodim l'melech They were just slaves to the king. V'loi avodim la'avodim and not slaves to slaves. It means that it would have been a totally more humiliating, or a must, not humiliating, but a more uh, degraded level to be slaves to slaves. They weren't slaves to slaves, but they were rather, Hashem made them slaves to uh, Pharaoh himself. I mean, um, all the time before when Pari is punished, singled out, many times Rashi mentions, because Pari, Hizchil be'eitza khila but there was more than that. I mean, Pari was, if in, according to this Rashi, Pari was actually their master, not the rest of them. So really, not only was he but he actually was the one that was slaves. They were slaves to him. Although uh, Rashi said by Bukhayra Shvi and Shivcha that they were also and Rashi actually over there says that they actually uh, worked them too actually Rashi before in Perek uh, Yud Aleph Posig Hay when Rashi that they too would enslave them but I guess it's not the same thing as being uh, slaves uh, to them they were slaves to Perek but they would also enslave them but basically it's based on the other thing is that the Loshon of Beis Avodim is also mentioned earlier, uh, I believe many times, several times, but uh, like in the end of Parshir's boy, it says, Mi Beis avodim, and over there, Rashi doesn't find it necessary to say that the Beis Avodim is um, la It looks like, because the contrast over here, because Hashem says, Hashem alekecho, Asher so it's important to emphasize that they were slaves to Pharaoh not Avodim L'Avodim and for them Hashem it Sikha but not, uh, Rashi doesn't say this in, uh, for example, in Perikit Gimel, Posik Gimel where Hashem Also, Rashi doesn't say there that the Beis Avodim is V'loy Avodim L'Avodim because here it's important to the anoicha Hashem kecha to the Asar Adibris Gimel. Um, second, uh, Dibur, um, a Adibris. of Dibris. Lo yea lcho alponai. This shall not be or not have other gods in my presence. So, Khrashi lo yea lcho Why was this said? It says it shouldn't be to you because, so this is said, because in the next Pasuk it already says you shall not make. The fish and emar because it says in Pasuk that one should not make, it talks about making different images. So there isn't to me, we only know that one is not permitted to make. One is, that is already made. Minayim, from where do we know Shallah that he may not keep it? Shouldn't be to you. So one is not allowed to own, not allowed to keep. Even if he didn't make it. What does it mean, Elohim Other gods. Elohim uh, means the gods of others, not other gods kus they're not godly they're not gods but others made them a god over them so it's uh but they're not really elikim of acherim that would be giving credence to them and it's not possible to explain that the meaning is of elehim acherim zulasi of Gods that are others besides Hashem. In other words, that they are gods but others. This would be uh, offensive or a disgrace for uh, Hashem to call them God by Him saying other gods. In other words, that there is gods and there are others. Uh, so they're not gods at all. But what it means, means that Acherim called them gods, but not that. There is a recognition of them as really being gods of others, but that, uh, rather that others uh, call them God. another interpretation of Elihim Achedim, they are Elihim that are Achedim that say Machedim They are actually strangers; they're others to those who worship them. Yakim They yell to them. They don't. Answer them. The and it is similar compared, as if he's other, Sheinim Akil Ma'il, that he doesn't know him. So it's called Elohim because it's strange to him because there's no response from them. So this is a derogatory uh, uh, comment on Elohim. They're which are That's a kind of Elohim, but it's not a recognition of them of really being of uh, so giving them recognition as Elohim What does Alponai mean? They shouldn't be in my presence. So Rashi calls Mancha That means for long that I exist, which is forever, uh, as God exists forever. But So why does he have to say that? Why doesn't he just say so you shall not say that they weren't commanded for idol worship, but for that generation. So the Torah is telling you Al-Ponai for as long as I exist. The um, We don't find, I don't know, in other places the need to uh, specify Al-Ponai with regards to other uh, mitzvahs. It's... Uh, a special thing that we find here by this mitzvah of la that the Torah says alponai, um, according to um, to um, this uh, thought that shalay shalay that could be not only with regards to Zorah but it's seemingly specifically rabbi disorder Maybe because the Chumrah there has to be the the emphasis for that, even though uh, we don't find it elsewhere. Now, from what Rashi said before, in Pasuk, uh, right before uh, the Aseres HaDibris, I mean before uh, Shishi, over there the Pasuk says, Moishe yidaber Kim Yanenu Bekoil, so Rashi spoke, said over there, that when Moshe uh, Rabbeinu would speak and he would tell the Dibris to the Jewish people. so. As Raj said this, So these two Debris that we just learned, of Aseris HaDebris, that we just learned, those are the two that was heard by everybody, and Moshe Rabbeinu too. So everybody heard the Aseris HaDebris, the two Debris. Now, after these two Debris, apparently, uh, after this, we have to um, go and, and 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 as we read in the Chumash Devorim, where uh, the Yidden said that um, well we can't listen anymore and uh and uh, and the Yidden asked not to hear directly from Hashem but to hear uh, from Moshe uh, Rabbeinu. That took place over here uh, after la'yilocha. Uh, also in. Uh, in the end of the pasha, when it says uh, uh, later on. So when they said at the end uh, uh, this took place after the um, the first Debris and um, and then sort of uh, Hashem said the rest of the dibris which were heard. Moshe uh, Rabbeinu heard them, but again, I don't know exactly. It says Moshe Yedaber velikim Yannenu that the um, uh, the Eibishter would raise uh, uh, his voice that Rashi said that should be heard. Apparently, this took place after uh, after after every dibur. Uh, I don't know whether the. So conceivably, um, the Ebrister, uh, you know, finished all the entire set of first, and uh, then after Hashem finished, then Moshe Rabbeinu told them over also the dibris, or maybe he said one Dibr, then Moshe Rabbeinu said the dibur. I didn't see um, if it's mashmos from Rashi one way or the other. Uh, Rashi just says, and HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu Mesayi Lezekele Magbar so it could be that you know there wasn't like an interruption over here but um, rather after the Aseris uh, the HaDibris but it, it did seem like uh, um, that um, it was uh, in the middle of the Aseris Adibris that the Yidin said that they can't hear uh, from Hashem um, and um because when it says uh, later on it says Nigash uh that um that was the time that is what is 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 referring to about the Aser Sadibris, that the Moshe Nigash alloha because we find Maybe we should leave it for that pasuk over there, but we find that when Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, He says, enehi, balecha, uh, and the people will hear when I speak to you um, and uh, So in Rashi, Taish is over there the Ba'avhonon means the Arufel, and this seems to be the Arufel that we're talking about that the Ebruster said to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Avhanon. But then, when Moshe Rabbeinu says Vayoshev like, Moshe as divrei ha'omer Hashem, Hashem says in Cain. So when the yidn said, and after the Yemashlishi, when Moshe Rabbeinu says to them, when Hashem says that the yidn said it's they want to see themselves. But then, when it came with Maase b'poil, after the two dibris, um first of all, Rashi says over here that Hashem says it's called Varama'i, he Said all the Dibris will be, 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 be in one th- together. So that apparently. Was heard by everybody, but uh, you know they, they couldn't hear it as Rashi says because uh, the person Hashem can only speak like that uh, all the Debris together. And then when he started to uh, specify them, so it's mashma that at that point uh, the Ebrister says, uh, "Okay." And the Merachik umayishin Nigashel HaRofel. Um, um, I will right, we'll see when we get there later on. At any event, now we're up to the. Um, you should not make for yourself a uh, a pestle, a uh, an image that is uh, a sculptured image, a uh, pesel or any uh, any likeness to um, to any item that you find in the heaven. Any tumuna that is from anything that is up to the heavens. So any tumuna that's b'shamayim imal, that's in the heavens above, v'asher ba'oretz mitachas, and what is in the earth below, v'asher and which is in the water beneath the uh, ground. So making an image, or making a likeness, uh tumuna of it, is, is prohibited. Again, all this is written within the language of the Kha. As Rashis brought out lechatchila that the uh, that they should say that only liomar tov leilah hem that when David comes uh, to complain, but uh, all these tsvuim uh, are also still said in a loshin yachid pesel zokrashi al shem shenifso because it is uh, sculpt out. It's uh, it's called a pesel mechol tumuno tumuno zokrashi tumuno is called davar uh, that's a likeness of anything that's in the heavens. Um, now, you can't make it, you can't own it, as the Pasik says, and even if you don't own it and you don't make it, the uh, says, You shall not prostrate yourself before them, nor worship them in any other kind of types of worship, if you have a desire of worship, for I am God, your God. These words are the same that started off with the "Aseret HaDibros." Anochi Hashem lekecha. He says, "Lo yishtachvalem, lo ysovedem." Anochi Hashem lekecha, because I am God, your God. He says, "E kel kano." Uh, um, I Kelkano kano. Um, a zealot, God, who I um, remember, or I revisit the sins of the fathers. Uh, so, for the father's sins, I revisit and I uh, pay, and I make them pay for it. Not just the fathers, but albonim for their sons, al-shileshim of the third generation and for the fourth generation. Now the Pasik adds those who hate me. Meaning the doesn't just pay back the Bonim for the old sins of the parents, only if they continue in their uh, in their hatred. Actually the same thing is also uh, uh, same Lushin is in Kisisa over there uh when we talk about uh the after the aceris after the yudgim with sarakim mashemashem it says la <speaking> lofi <in Hebrew> uh naise <speaking> ovin vofesha vikato venaki loinaki pokid ovinavona abonnevabnevona shalashu al rebaim also has a similar uh like in the seres adibris over here. Zukarashi kill Kana. So ktrashi me kane Lipora uh to uh, collect uh to to give punishment to collect you know for for the abaid des order. The Ainna al Midose he does not uh forgo uh the the measure of retaliating Limkhal Avain Avidizorah for to forgive Avainavedizora. For the Sin Avaid Zora Hashem doesn't forgive. He he he's a Kano and makes sure to uh, collect for that. Koloshin Kano every time Loshankana infant Balas Kharin af uh... anger uh... meaning uh... enough this is uh, anger. agar nice and lively potter you know, he directs uh, the attention to be out punishment is the for our disorder Like the tagum uncle's transit is that when the sons continue to sin following their fathers, in other words, when they cling to their father's deeds, so then they uh, uh, also are punished also for uh, the um, their father's um, sins. They get punished for that also. Um, how come and why? I mean, that's another another thing. But at least we know that they are doing the same thing, so they they probably deserve it, and they get um, 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 uh, yeah, part of their their punishment too. But va'ose chesed lo alafim lo'aya va'elu shemrei now, Oisei Chesed means uh, He performs loving-kindness. Hashem does kindness, la'alofim, for 2,000 generations. to those who love me and those who keep my commandments. Uh, so if we should take it in the opposite of l'soynoi, so we hear lo'oei v'leshavim mitzvay, meaning that Hashem will pay back Chesed for 2,000 generations for those... If the children continue to love and, and keep the mitzvah, so they will get rewards even for two thousand generations before. But Chesed, Noitzer Chesed. Eisah Chesed means <speaking> Noitzer Chesed. I mean, this is the cheder from the lashon that is Noitzer Chesed la'alofim that we say in the Yud Gimel Over there we say Noitzer Chesed LaAlufim, Noitzer so, no chesed, she'odam oise, he talks, it's not just the oiseh chesed. That the Amishter keeps, he doesn't just do the chesed, but he preserves the chesed, she'odam oiseh, that a person does. So, if chesed doesn't go, that Hashem does the chesed. Hashem keeps the chesed that a person does. So, oiseh chesed is not Hashem does chesed. There, the person that is oyser the chesed, the word is missing in the Pasik, so the avisher is noyzer. Just like we say, keil kano, poiket avay so this one is noyzer, Poiker the noyzer. So the Hashem keeps the veoyzer chesed, and the chesed, she'odam oyser. The shalom schorad lofender is, again, reward up to two thousand generation for the kindness of before. Nimtsas, so from this we see that mida toiva yisera, mida achas ha meis that it's 500 times more the measure of good than the measure of punishment shazul because this is for uh, 500 generations and this is for 4 generations so that's for each generation of the negative which Hashem preserves the punishment over here you have 500 generations that He pays uh, good. And 4 times 5 is, this is 2,000 you shall not carry or take Hashem's name in vain um, um, and for Hashem will not uh, forgive um, um, one who carries his name uh, so the second one is means uh, falsely falsely uh, um rashi is going to explain actually the second one is is a lotion of falsehood as the Targum said um, um, it's in like this what is considered to be a a uh, uh, a Shvua in, in, uh, falsely he is Nishba L'Shaneses Uh he swears to uh, something which is contrary to what is known uh, for example, if a person says Alamuch 11 Shushel that a pillar of stone, that it's gold so that's called Sheker, that's the second one uh, in the harishain the first is Loshin uh, Mogen, uh, meaning in vain. Ketaguma, as the Tehagum says, ha That's one who just mentions God's name uh, in vain and for no purpose. I'll eitz, eight, eight, of eleven heaven Says about a wood, he swears that it's wood. There's no purpose in mentioning Hashem's name, or So the leisiso here, uh, we see Rashi is connected to a Shavua. But the first one is a shem is, meaning I shouldn't, in vain in other words, you're not saying falsely but you're just mentioning Hashem's name in a for no reason, that's a disrespect, uh, and the second one is actually false in Hashem's name which is um, the second one why Rashi switches around and translates the second one first, and the first one's second uh, um, I don't know if that's Lashon of the Gemara, Rashi quotes here from the Gemara nishbal and uh Shalei, maybe that's in the Gemara that way. I don't know why the Gemara puts it that way. Why would Rashi explain the second Shlachov first and go out of the order over here? The reason, why the targum teaches in this way is because it goes mina kala First of all, you're not allowed to even mention God's name, even though you're not saying falsely, but you're just doing it in vain. And um, and the second one is the Shemuel Now this is talking about Shvuah, but and as an extension from this, we also have the Chlal of mentioning the Hashem's name. In the Aruch brought down that uh, one has to be careful with Abroche, and whenever you mention Hashem's name, that's part of Yiras Hashem and Li Yiroh uh, as not to mention Hashem's name in vain. But this is particularly, there's a talking about the Shvuah. Remember the Shabbos day to make it holy. What does now, when you compare the Aserah uh, of the way they're written over here in the uh, Yisra'i, in the Yisrael, in Chumash Shmeis, and the way you compare them into the Eschanan, in Parshish Devorim, so over there, mostly it's almost word for word. There's a couple of of's different, uh, uh, But when it comes to the Zohar, over there it says, Shomer Es Yoyim HaShabbos so Trashi Rashi, Zohar v'Shamer bedibur echot nemru, that Zohar asheh masabbas lekatsheh, which states over here, and Shomar asheh masabbas lekatsheh were said together in the same word. And therefore, uh, over here, he um, 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 brings down the word Zohar asheh masabbas lekatsheh, and over there there is v'Shamer asheh masabbas lekatsheh. So it's not really a contradiction, it's not a conflict, but they were both said, but articulated one way over here and the other way over there. Uh, this must also be uh, part, with, when we say B'dibur Echad Namru as we learned before that the entire set of were said B'dibur Echad, but the person can't hear it. have uh, specified everything so that we should be able to hear it. Uh, I guess over here uh, when he specified it uh, so the way the Torah specified it over here was just one way of the two ways that Hashem said it initially included in one dibur and maybe in this dibur itself there was also the uh, dibur Echad nemru. again that we can't hear but here it's written Zoharis Yemesh Abbas and the Taylor records it in in and in the second way uh, of the dibur echad nemru, and Rashi brings down the uh, chain that similarly in the statements that we say. Uh, so Rashi brings other examples in which Hashem said uh, two things in one dibur, and then later on it, it manifests itself in two separate uh, in two separate ways. So Rashi was the example that when it says in Shmoys Lamadalif Yudalid, it says there Mechaleleha Mois Over there by the tzibur of Shabbos, those who desecrate the Shabbos shall certainly die. And together with what it says in Bamidbar Chavches Pasuk Tes, over there it says Rabi Hashabbos Shnei uh, that in the Shabbos Shnei Chavosim, uh, those were said. Um, in 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 one order in uh, no, a one utterance. I mean, I don't again ex- understand exactly what's the relationship over there. Got to look in the sources. Uh, Rashi also says v'chein. Also, when it says in Dvarim chabez yud aleph, it says lo Silba shatnes, and then it says in the second pasuk over there in pasuk yud beis chabez yud says Then it says gedilim tase that you make tzitzis. So over there we learn out that the shatnes and the tzitzis can have shatnes, there are also the Dibur Echad Ne'amru. Of this understood that although lo is shatnes, but Gidilim taser lecho, you could, and there were said the Dibur Echad. I understand the relationship over there. Also, but again, we're saying the Dibur Echad. V'chein, yudches Rashi brings down uh the Ervas, Eishas, Ochicha, that lo isigalei, and then together with the Pasek and Devarim, Yuvoma, Yove, uh, that, uh, uh that even though but however that, that you could and that is also the order of Rashi is also a little bit needs to be looked into why Rashi brings first he brings down the Shmarisa um, understood that's the first in the order but then he brings down goes jumps to Shatnes, goes back to Vayikra and because the the second pasuk is Varam Chof maybe it does fit in the order in the sequence of the Pesukim but Hushan this is what the Possum says in Tilim Sapa Bejud Beis, Achaz Diber Elikim. Hashem spoke one, Shtayim Zushamoti. I heard two. Which means that in the Ebrish there was Kolul, uh, the uh, one, and and, uh, and 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 the person heard two. But it seems like, uh, even though Hashem, it's a little bit different than the entire Seris Adibris. Because by the Seris Adibris, we don't say that Hashem spoke once and we were ten. Over there it says that said everything Dibur It doesn't say here that But But over here it doesn't say it's a little bit of a different language than, than Rashi says over there. Just wondering how to compare these two statements. In any event, Rashi says loshin <laughs> uh, pole. It's a uh, pole form, meaning expression of an ongo- ongoing action, uh, as we say gimul <laughs> uh eating and drinking, uh, or haloichu <laughs> uh, goes walking and weeping. Uh, and this is what it means, keep on remembering, pay, give your heart to remember always the day of Shabbos, if you come across a beautiful object, prepare it for the Shabbos sometimes the expression is the food should be for Shabbos, but Rashi says the word an object, not only food, maybe uh, to whatever, any object, you know nice flowers for Shabbos or things like that 6 days you shall work you'll do all your work what does it mean that you'll do all your work um, a person hasn't finished all his work in 6 days he has to work, he has to rest in Shabbos but he can uh, do need, he's in the middle of a job, and he has to finish it after Shabbos. So when Shabbos comes, all your work is done. You shouldn't think after work. So in other words, even in your middle of work, it should be as all your work is done. That's what the pastor of Sisa called Malachatecha. Do all, all your job is done, all completed, nothing to worry about. Because uh, for six days uh, Hashem made uh, created the heavens and the earth. Uh, the earth and the, the ocean and everything that's in it. But he rested on the seventh days. That seventh day, Hashem Therefore, God blessed the day of Shabbos by and He made it holy. Um ato of bin who is the binchobitecho? Chobitecho, Zakrashi Ilukitanim, this is refers to the minors, the young children. Uh, and there's a special for the boys and for the girls, the sons and the daughters. Uh, we left out a posik, the Yoimhashvi Shaboslashemalikeho. Um the uh seventh day is a rest day. Shabbos Yom Tavu. This is called Mashvi Shabbos L'Hashem Elikecha. And the seventh day is Shabbos, a rest day for Hashem, Your God. Loisase Kol Melacha. You shall not do any work. Uh Ato you uvincha and your son uvitecha and your daughter avducha. Your slave amoscha. Your maid servant uvehem techa and your uh, behema, the gercha shebisherecha, and the convert that is in your gates. So, ato bin chovitecha elu This is referring to the minors, oyeinah la But maybe this is talking about the uh, adults. Amarta harikavar muz You'll say, uh, but they're already warned because when the Torah says that they they're included in the as g'daylim. Uh, but this is coming but to warn the older for the resting of the younger. This is what we learned in Shabbos Sabbath. of Al-Kotn A miner is coming to extinguish a fire in Shaymin Loy. We don't listen to him because his resting is upon you and you are responsible for him. And now comes the Yomim, Also, Hashem blessed Shemayim v'Sodras Yomahs Kol Hashabam. For six days, God has made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything that's in it. But Yonah v'Yomah and he rested on the uh, seventh day. Okay, Hashem blessed Yomah Shabbos That's why Hashem blessed the uh, day of Shabbos and He sanctified it. By Yonah v'Yomah Shvi, the Rashi k'Veyochel Hichtiv ba'Atzma Menucha. He, he, as if, uh, so to speak, he has wrote for himself a resting place. Not that Hashem has to rest, but he sort of wrote himself in a resting place. To learn from him is as with a Foratory with a how much more so? That a person whose work is done with effort and with toil, that he should rest in Shabbos. It says, He blessed with the man, He was blessed with man that and the they had the double bread. and he sanctified it with the mon boy that the mon would not uh, descend in, in, on on Shabbos. So it's uh, it's uh, on Friday. He blessed him by giving double on Friday and by kitcha you not to go down on Shabbos. Uh, honor your father and your mother. Laman Yarikun yomecha al in order that your days uh, be lengthened on the earth, that God your God gives to you. If you're going to honor, they'll be prolonged. If not, they'll be shortened. Because the words of Torah are written briefly. Uh, they are explained by deriving the negative from the affirmative. Uh, and from the uh, from the uh, neg- uh, from the affirmative, the negative, from the negative, the affirmative. So if it says, mm-hmm. we learn out that if love is yukatziv, mm-hmm. you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. a new ish. Adultery applies only to relations with a married woman as it is said and a man who commits adultery with the wife of another man uh, who commits adultery uh, with the wife of his neighbor Uh, uh, so both the adulterer and the adulterer shall be put to death another prosic it says you are the adulteress wife who instead of her husband takes strangers uh, in both of these verses the term adultery is used in reference to extramarital relationships of a married woman the text refers to kidnapping uh, the verse you shall not steal Uh, refers to stealing money maybe this is talking about stealing money, not to steal later on it's talking about stealing uh, souls, meaning uh, kidnapping we should say you learn this from the subject matter just like not murder and not commit adultery, Mrs. Besdin. We're talking about matters which are obligated death by Besdin. Avle tignav also when he says you shouldn't steal. Da'vash shechayav I Mrs. Besdin. It's a matter that you would be chay for it. The uh, capital offense of Mrs. Besdin. B'asu yudalad le'sachmet you shall not covet your neighbor's house. Le'sachmet aishus you shall not covet your neighbor's wife. and his. Uh, a uh, servant, the Amosoi, and his maid servants, the and his ox, the and his donkey, the Choyla Sherecho, and all that is to your uh, neighbor.